When we're talking about living a truly free and independent life, we mean it. And that's exactly what Gary Collins, who is the creator of The Simple Life, set out to accomplish. And now you have a chance to learn all the secrets that Gary has developed over decades of trying it out himself, building these amazing courses, as you can go to thesimplelifenow.com and access three amazing courses, one being the Off the Grid Master Course, two being the how to finance your off-grid home course and three how to find your dream off-grid property course and get an awesome 10% off at checkout by using code TBNS10 that's right you too can learn how to live a truly free and independent lifestyle by living off-grid and all these amazing courses are delivered to you by yes one Gary Collins from the simplelifenow.com use code TBNS10 at checkout for 10% off your order and start living your free life today You've heard the name Ebels, but now you need to remember My Delta 8. From the same people who brought you Ebels, My Delta 8 is Delta 8 THC, offering a semi-sedative physical sensation without the overwhelming mental simulation of Delta 9 THC, resulting in a smoother, much milder experience. Both Ebels and My Delta 8 offer both best quality product and customer service in the industry. From helping manage chronic pain, anxiety, depression, and more, the reviews are in, folks. Both Ebels and My Delta eight are truly game changers as a natural alternative to big pharma drugs and hey yours truly here at the brian nichols show can vouch for the quality of evils and my delta eight having to deal with a herniated disc in my back plus years of sports injuries evils and my delta eight offer relief where generic medicines simply mask the pain and did you know you can get evils and my delta eight delivered right to your door at a special discounted price that's right all members of the brian nichols show audience can use promo code tbns at checkout and boom, discount applied. Again, that's code TBNS at checkout to get the highest quality CBD and Delta 8 THC on the market delivered right to your door. One more time, the code is TBNS at checkout. We can become great at doing the the things that we do well, the things that are, we focus on. Like I'm, I think our audience is great at selling liberty. I think we have yeah. been amazing at doing that. Welcome to the Brian Nichols Show, your source for common sense politics on the We Are Libertarians Network. As a sales and marketing executive in the greater telecommunications cybersecurity industry, Brian works with C level executives to help them future proof their company's infrastructure for an uncertain future. And in each episode, Brian takes that experience and applies it to the liberty movement. You start to ask questions that pique interest and get him to feel like, okay, this guy's actually got something that maybe can help me out. And then in your asking of questions and trying to uncover the real problems, build that natural trust. I know I went in the monologue there, man. <laughs> Instead of focusing on simply winning arguments or being right, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and their application in the world of politics, showing you how to ask better questions, tell better stories, and ultimately change people's minds. And now, your host, Brian Nichols. Sunday there, folks. Brian Nichols here on the Brian Nichols Show. First off, did you guys watch the season finale of Loki? Thoughts? No spoilers here. Um, and also, by the way, if you had not had the chance yet, head over to Rightly, uh, which is on Al Jazeera. I promise. It gets, be- it gets better. Stephen Kent, good friend of the show. Uh, he hosts a program over there right now, and I had tweeted that up to episode six at that point when we had the conversation... Loki 
overtly, overtly libertarian narrative. So I actually joined Stephen over on his program and we discussed that very topic. Is Loki a libertarian? Uh, And is there overarching libertarian elements throughout? And I think I actually even caught Stephen off guard with my uh, non-essential versus essential variant analogy. So I think he, he appreciated that, but make sure you head over there and check that out. But that's not why you're here today on the Brian Nichols show, uh, folks. Hey, I, I get it. I know. I'm sorry. I had to start off there with a little bit of our pop culture news because I just watched this, the series finale and I have thoughts. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that at some other point in time. But with that being said, on today's episode of the program, Steve Remus is, uh, I always said returns to the show, joins the show, uh, that is, and he has joined the program as he is running for governor in Arizona. A great chance to learn about top of mind issues that are taking place in Arizona, but also, uh, how Steve can, uh, help not only differentiate himself from the 15 overall Republicans who are running and the five Democrats who are running 20 plus people. And now we have some libertarians tossing their hats in the ring as well. It's time for Libertarian Solutions to step up. So, with that being said, on to the show, Steve Remus here on The Brian Nichols Show. Awesome. Thanks for having me on, Brian. Absolutely, Steve. Well, thank you for joining us here on today's special Sunday Candidate Highlight Series. Two Sundays in a row, I get to have folks running for governor. We had uh, Natalie Bruno running for governor of Oklahoma on last week's Sunday Candidate Highlight Series. And Steve, you're running for governor of Arizona. And yes, as a big L libertarian so let's start off here introduce yourself to the brian nichols show audience and let's dig into your path to liberty all right so my name is steve remus i'm a air force combat veteran uh i am also i've uh, worked for the federal government before and i've i've sort of kind of bounced around the the job market a little bit doing biotech nuclear stuff uh all that So my path to liberty actually begins probably in 2012. Um, I was a a Liberty Republican uh, and was was all gung-ho over Ron Paul. And then obviously he did not get the nomination. So I I shirked back into my Liberty GOP caucus where uh, lots of of people left and a lot of other people just got silent. that sort of stayed the course through the rest of my military time and, and uh, all the way up through 2017, 2018, I was still uh, under the belief that the Liberty Caucus Republicans would somehow regain some sort of foothold in the Republican Party. Uh, in 2018 is when I first started looking into running for office and is when I first encountered uh, local, local level gatekeeping. Um, and so the local Republican party here was very, uh, kind of do what we tell you, you have to do all these things in order for them to, uh, consider you a candidate. And, uh, the big thing there is, uh, I really do not like being told what to do. And I really have a huge problem when someone asks me to not stick to my principles on an issue. Uh, my issue with the local Republican Party became uh, abortion. Um, I, I still will not believe that the state or the government should fund it, but it's not my choice and it's not the government's choice and it's nobody else's but the person who chooses to get one. And that, that led to me getting into an argument with the religious right. <clears throat> and the religious right here in southern Arizona controls a lot of the Republican Party, so... 
they they went on their their path to sort of uh, chase me away. <laughs> um, they chased uh, they chased a couple other folks out with me, uh, some good friends of mine. So they they ended up uh, getting out of politics, and and I decided that uh, watching everything that's been happening with uh, the the MAGA QAnon folks and the 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 left the leftist um, that Arizona needed. This is gonna sound weird, but Arizona needed some common sense, and uh, the Libertarian Party here in Arizona seems to represent common sense. <laughs> and once once I realized that, you know, my principles were were strong, and you know, uh, I got a lot of support from Libertarians here in Arizona. It was sort of an easy decision that, you know, I I need to be the guy. Well, so Jeremy Todd, who is our, our cohort here on the, the Brian Nichols Show for our sales conversations here on the Monday episodes, uh, on the off weeks where we don't have Chris Guizetta talking about marketing, he is your, your manager for your campaign out in Arizona. So good friend of the show. And, and obviously, this is part of the reason we wanted to talk to you today, because, um, you know, with Jeremy's sales mind, and, and this is something that we want to really start to focus on and exemplify more, uh, especially when we're talking to these candidates, is taking this solutions-based sales uh, sales approach to actually yep. meeting people where they're at and addressing the problems that they see before them with libertarian solutions. So let's start off here, Steve. You're running for office. Now, you mentioned abortion being the kind of schism between you and the GOP, but that's not why you're running for office. Let's talk about the specific reasons why it was now, of all times, and you said, I need to run as not just a libertarian, but I need to run for governor what was it that was that number one launching off point? And number two, what are some of the issues that you're seeing right now that you're bringing libertarian solutions to? So the the biggest reason for, for the governor's office is the, the GOP here is infamous for running uh, a Republican under a libertarian banner to sort of uh, eliminate eliminate a threat, if you will. Um, you know, my experience with the local Republican party, I, I luckily know who <laughs> most of the names are that they would throw in there. Um, and unfortunately, uh, one of my competitors in the libertarian primary, um, is, is, is one of those, is one of those threats, right? So when, when it comes down to, to Arizona, Arizona has a unique history of, being one of what a lot of people in America would consider one of the more free states, one of the more states supportive of civil, civil liberties. And ever since I moved back uh, a couple years ago, I've noticed a, a unfortunate trend where uh, some, uh, some folks that are moving here uh, feel that it's acceptable to infringe on those civil liberties through voting and uh, other other means, right? So it basically comes down to uh, in the Libertarian primary, you have a battle for the soul of the Arizona Libertarian Party. And then for the Arizona's governor's race, it, it comes down to the battle for the soul of Arizona. And when you go back and you look at history and the, the Mises Institute has a great article on how before the federal government came west, how life and society out here functioned and how it wasn't as wild and reckless and crazy as everybody think, thinks it was. So, you know, to 
to run for governor, and, and my goal is to bring, bring a free and independent Arizona, an Arizona with a independent infrastructure, an Arizona with an independent economy. Um, the, those two things, I think, are what we need to have in order to keep the federal government uh, from flaunting their money towards people and, and really overreaching into our daily lives. And that, so, that seems to be... Sorry, you know, didn't mean no, to interrupt. I'm just... No, you're fine. Because I, I don't mean to interrupt because I look at what who you have right now as your incumbent governor, Doug Ducey, right? And yeah. he's outgoing as a Republican, but I've heard a lot of libertarians sing his praises. Uh, so I'm just curious... When you're looking at Doug Ducey as the outgoing, uh, outgoing governor, how would you kind of measure him, number one? And, and then number two, when you're looking at the Republicans who are running, and you mentioned beforehand, there's 15 of them, which is just, oh, great. That's got to be a lot of fun. So 15 Republicans that are looking to now replace Doug Ducey uh, here in, in the election. What are your thoughts on the, I guess, that crop of people? Do, do you see any positives that could come from one of those, those GOP running, uh, actually winning the seat? So I'll answer the GOP thing first. Uh, about 90% of them are make America great again, uh, Trump supporters. And to any libertarian that sings the praises of Doug Ducey, you probably don't live here. You probably miss his press conference where he colluded with large businesses and Fortune 100 companies to shutter small businesses during the COVID-19 hysteria. You probably missed him trying to pass red flag, red flag laws with Martha McSally. Doug Ducey is a coward. He only does things. He's like Donald Trump. You know, he only does things when he senses that somebody will sing his praise. And outside of that, you know, um, he's had some good business tax policy. Uh, outside of that, Doug Ducey has sat in his office and cowardly kind of kept himself away from being a strong leader. And the biggest problem I have with every other Trump supporter, every other Trump candidate, every QAnon candidate, uh, it comes down to, do you actually have the strength and the principle and the integrity to be a leader when things get tough? And I think really in the last year and a half, we saw that no Republican leader, no Democrat leader were any different than if the federal government said, hey, we'll give you some money if you if you shut down for a little bit. And every single one of them jumped at that chance. Every single one of them, I think it well, maybe not Christy Nome, but every single one of them went after somebody else's livelihood without giving them the opportunity to prove that they could run their business in the same manner as a Walmart. And that's, that's my official opinion on Doug Ducey and most governors across America. <sighs> Lastly, when it comes to the 15 Republicans running in Arizona, uh, I believe Carrie Lake is going to probably be the winner. She's a former news anchor Everybody seems to want someone who's an outsider. And my warning to those folks is she still worked for the mainstream media. And if you're going to trust what she says, 
then you better have the balls to hold her accountable because she's just like every other mainstream media anchor. She had a, she had a falling out with her station and, you know, she made a cool video where she was, you know, backing, backing out saying how the corrupt the media was or whatever. Well, it couldn't have been too corrupt if she stayed for 27 years. So you have to question where her principles really are. So now let's look at the five Democrats running. Now we've seen a big push in states, especially New Mexico, Arizona, where you've kind of turned into these purplish states. You have folks, uh, what, what's her name? Christy, Kristen Cinema. Like she would be, I would say, one of the most purple looking senators that we have in the U.S. Yeah. And I would dare he's kind of like right now the Democrats version of Rand Paul back with Trump. Oh, yeah, and, there's, a, there's a lot of Democrats that want her head on a plate. Oh, yeah. So let's <laughs> let's talk about the Democratic Party in Arizona. When you're looking at the five Democratic uh, potential nominees, do any of them kind of walk that same almost Kristen cinema line? Or are we seeing uh, you're shaking your head now? Are we seeing it going more towards the Bernie Sanders, uh, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez or maybe more the Nancy Pelosi Chuck Schumer establishment Democrats. So you're looking at really there's two big candidates from the Democratic Party. Um, one, Katie Hobbs is our current Secretary of State. Um, she's real focused on election integrity. Um, so she's definitely she's moderate in the sense of she's not stupid enough to go out and actually. Uh, probably promote like AOC or policies that far left. Um, there is a, uh, another candidate who used to be the mayor of Nogales and he is probably, uh, a little more left leaning than Katie Hobbs, but they're not running. The Democrats aren't the Democrats here in Arizona aren't stupid. They're very well funded. They're very well organized. They're much more organized than the Republican Party. Um, and they have a lot more money. And they're not going to run anybody who is, a, a, you know, more to the socialist side of, of leftism. They're, they're going to run people that are moderate and that will try to remove any protections f from things like us preventing gun control or you know, any, any number of things that, that we should probably prevent happening at a federal level. Um, so I would expect Katie Hobbs to get the nomination. Uh, she just has bigger name recognition and uh, a lot more money right now than the other Democrats. Um, that's, that's my take on that. Um, and, <laughs> well, well Kate, Katie Hobbs and Carrie Lake, um, it would be a, it would be a, it would be a good race. They're very, you know, Carrie Lake can sort of play the not quite a full on Trump supporter card, um, which is probably the direction the Republicans need to go at this point. But, you know, I'm not here trying to give them advice. So, well, how about this? Let's not give any of them advice. Let's talk to the voters. Let's let's use the back 10 minutes of the episode here to talk to those voters and let's focus on top of mind issues. We, we kind of led with this a little bit. I, I want to maybe revert back to it a little bit. Let's me discuss in your words, what would be the top one, two, and three issues right now concerning Arizona voters and what's your libertarian uh, solutions that you could offer them? Okay. So, yeah. So um, obviously uh, immigration, 
and then you're going to have uh, it's the second one is going to be a toss up between uh, second so the Second Amendment and uh, pro, so I'd say the Second Amendment and the economy, and then the third one you're looking at some sort of environmental concerns. We have a water resource allocation issue here in Arizona. Um, we're actually fighting with four or five other states over water for a lot of northern and central Arizona. Uh, one of those states that we're fighting is California. Um, Lake Mead and the Colorado River are our main water sources, uh, but there's an allocation agreement where we allow other states and cities to siphon water from that. Uh, it's getting to the point now where <laughs> uh, a lot of Arizonans are starting to feel like that's our water and cities like Los Angeles need to figure out their own way of getting water to their city. And, and um, the, my, my, my solution really for immigration is, is fairly simple. Um, they've already built a giant wall. It's already been paid for, it's already built. Uh, they've tried doing physical borders for the last 40 years in Southern Arizona. When I say they, I say the federal government. They've continually wasted money and resources of Arizonans and American taxpayers along the border. And I believe that Arizona should have its own immigration system. I believe we could create a much cleaner path to citizenship. I also believe that there are ways we can solve the water problem by solving part of our immigration problem. And that's with desalinization plants in uh, in Mexico off the off the Baja coast, and you know piping that water into southern Arizona and helping our neighbors to the to the south of our most southern Arizona border actually uh, build their own economies through having sustain sustainable jobs and economies, which improves business and trade relations with with Arizona. And, you know, as a pro-business person, uh, anything to improve the economy and border cities on our side of the border and on the other side of the border uh, do, does a lot of good for uh, everybody involved. You know, uh, secondly, the Second Amendment, um, we need to actually have a real solid nullification against federal gun laws. And, and that means to me, really just ignoring any enforcement of any of them. You know, with, with as much has gone on in the last year and a half, two years, we as a society need to be more prepared for really anything that the government's willing to try. And I'm not a conspiracy theorist and I'm not here to try to, you know, make anybody uneasy, but you know, there's articles out now that say they're going to check our text messages for vaccine misinformation. And, and they're literally telling us that they are spying on the American people and that they're completely overreaching and stepping over every boundary of privacy. And the, the fact that it's not being stopped the second it's muttered is very concerning. So what's the libertarian solution? What what can you do differently as governor to help 
I guess let, let's let's look at two A right now. I mean, I, I hear a lot of folks looking at uh, defend the guard to bring troops home, and then specifically saying, you know, you're going to help repeal federal laws. How would you, I guess, uh, implement something like that? So yeah, so uh, working with the state legislature, um, you know, it's it's one of those issues where uh, nullification has to be, uh, from my recollection, has to be approved through the state legislature. So. Um, I think we have an executive order that does it, but I think it's pretty much toothless. Um, so a lot of it for me, at least there's a basis of some sort of legislation. So it would be rewriting it to where um, there is no enforcement by any state law enforcement agency that that basically goes after any anyone here that practices their Second Amendment right. Um, you know, I, I prefer to view firearms as tools, and they are tools to help in self-defense and protection of property. And there's not a whole lot more libertarian than that is being able to protect yourself and your property. <clears throat> Amen. Well, let's let's uh, do this. Last five minutes. I want to give you the, the floor here, Steve. Your libertarian pitch. You get to talk to the voters directly. Why should they take the risk? And And we just talked about this with Jeremy Todd here. This, uh, this past Monday, we're talking about features versus benefits and that there's a risk associated when you're voting for these third parties because it is a high price that you're putting forth and not necessarily voting for the traditional red team or blue team. So why should the voters in Arizona specifically make that added risk investment and cast their vote for Steve Remus for libertarian for governor? All right. So... I believe that I will outwork any other candidate, and I firmly believe that my responsibility as governor of the top office of the state is to solely work for every individual in the state of Arizona. To the voters that are scared of voting for a third-party candidate, you almost have no reason to be because no third-party candidate has ever enacted any control over your life. So when you look at your Democrat candidates or you look at your Republican candidates, look at the history of those parties. Those parties do nothing but fight for power, control, and money. What I'm offering is an alternative. That alternative is to limit the power of the federal government in your daily life to restore civil liberties to Arizona, to make you feel like you can live your life and run your business as you see fit, as long as you do no harm to others. And a benefit of that is I do plan and will remove the state income tax. We'll take business taxes even lower so that we can flourish business ideas that promote affordable direct pay primary health care so that all Arizonans can afford health care. And in Southern Arizona, we plan to fix some form of an immigration system so that we can actually flourish an economy in Southern Arizona, which will help tremendously in our ability to decriminalize and legalize drugs and get the federal government and their drug war and their manufactured border crisis out of Arizona. You know, I heard you almost say it. You're so close. Don't hurt the wolf. Don't take their <laughs> I stuff. Was trying to, 
I was I was I was trying to to not say the exact thing that's on bumper stickers, Brian. That's <laughs> okay. No worry. Well, hey, at the very least, people would be able to easily take away what it is that you're bringing forth as solution, Steve. So what we want to do is make sure. That folks far and wide will hear this message. So, folks, if you enjoyed today's episode, I'm going to ask you to please go ahead and give it a share. Please tag Steve. I will include all of his links in the show notes. You can go ahead and give him a follow on social media. By the way, Steve is jacked. He'll share a random video of him doing deadlifts, and you're like, oh, okay, Steve. You see what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no need to flex on us, all of it's us. It's supposed to be motivating. <laughs> it is. No, I'm teasing. No, this is this is truly like. I love the era we're in because you get to see the authentic us. And I think we're going to see, and I'll, this is as I wrap up, I think we're going to see more and more people want to be represented by people who are like them. And in an era of social media where we're able to connect with quite literally anyone at the touch of a button. Well, I mean, goodness, you can pretty much figure out, how to do that and organize in a way to get those people who are like us into office. Now, am I saying that that's the best way to govern? No, but I definitely hear the argument that in the meantime, we have to have a, a number one, a seat at the table because this is the game that is being played. So at the very least folks, let's focus on talking to people who are much like Steve authentic and running as libertarians as in this case uh, in Arizona for governor Steve Remus. Thank you so much for joining the Brian Nichols show. Where can folks go ahead and follow you? I mentioned I'll include the links in the show notes, but for the audio listener, where would that be? Yeah. So uh, the, the easiest place to find me is on Twitter at Remus LP. Um, I spend probably way too much time on Twitter. Um, you can add me on Facebook. Um, a lot of the same cross content there. And then you can check out steveremus.com. Uh, I believe our server is down right now with my website on it. So just keep checking back until we get that fixed. <laughs> we'll get there. No worries. Well, yeah. how about this? We'll include the link for posterity. And don't worry, folks. You have time between now and the election. When is the election, by the way, Steve? Where's our call to action? So the primary is uh, August 4th of 2022. And but we have to have signatures gathered by April 6th of 2022. So uh, Arizona has closed primaries, so we have to gather a ridiculous amount of signatures. So, you know, if you're in Arizona, please sign my petition. Um, but <laughs> give uh, Steve then, a call. The, the other problem is we have four libertarians running for governor. So it's uh, unexpected. Okay unexpected well, snafu that <laughs> we we suddenly have libertarians coming out of the woodwork more to the table and competition improves and raises all boats i actually encourage it let's go i know but hey how about that with that being said steve remus thanks so much for joining us on today's episode of the brian nichols show absolutely thank you for having me have you checked out the new Brian Nichols Show collection over at Proud Libertarian? Head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash shop and you can grab some amazing Liberty swag that will definitely help pique some interest from our good ideas don't require force snapbacks, Alexa overthrow the government t-shirts, question everything mugs, and of course our ever popular don't hurt people, don't take people stuff bumper sticker. The Brian Nichols Show shop over at Proud Libertarian has all the Liberty swag you need. And hey, if you're looking for more awesome Liberty 
Apparel, check out the rest of the amazing Proud Libertarian store while you're over there. And be sure to use code TBNS at checkout to get 10% off your entire order. That's right, 10% off your entire order from Proud Libertarian, including everything over at the Brian Nichols Show shop. And all you have to use is code TBNS at checkout. One more time, head to BrianNicholsShow.com forward slash shop and check out the brand new Brian Nichols Show store over at Proud Libertarian and use code TBNS at checkout for 10% off your entire order. Alrighty, folks, that's going to wrap up my conversation with Steve Remus. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode today. If so, please do me a favor, share today's episode, and be sure to tag Steve as well as yours truly at B Nichols Liberty, Twitter, Facebook, I almost said the minds.com and parlor.com, not no more. Now, where are I, I mean, I'm sorry. It's just, I, there, there's not much traction there. And then, you know, we're talking about where your audience is. You guys just aren't really there that much. Sorry. Uh, so yeah, Instagram, TikTok, that's where we're doing some of our new sales huddle videos, uh, which is actually me, uh, going through my morning sales huddle, which is part of my morning email I send out to all of my email subscribers and my email list who uh, had signed up to get the new ebook, which is obviously four easy steps you can implement now to help sell liberty to friends and family. If you're interested in not only getting that ebook sent right to your inbox for free, but also getting the morning sales huddle, head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash Liberty Friends ebook. But yes, uh, back to uh, the episode today. Yes, I will include not only the links to Steve's social media in the show notes, but also links to his website in the uh, the show notes. So, uh, well, hopefully, fingers crossed, it will be up and running by the time... <laughs> We, uh, we get to that point. I know he said that he was having some issues there at the end. Uh, so anyways, with that being said, folks, uh, if you enjoyed the episode, of course, we would love to hear about it. Head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash reviews. And when you go to the Brian Nichols Show forward slash reviews, you can go ahead and leave us a five-star rating and review. Tell folks what value you got out of the episode. I would love to hear about it, as would other people. Also, if uh, you are, partic- are particularly looking to uh, maybe get more involved at The Brian Nichols Show, well, here's what you can do. You can actually become a supporting listener by entering into our Patreon as a $5 or $10 per month level. And we already have some amazing Patreon supporters here. So shout out to Daryl Schmitz, Laura Stanley, Michael Lemma, Mitchell Mankowitz, Hody Johns, Craig Costa, and the big We Are Libertarians network channel. Thank you to all of our amazing Patreon supporters for helping make the Brian Nichols show what it is. And yes, if you do sign up to be a Brian Nichols show Patreon supporting listener, you get one of these awesome don't hurt people, don't take people's stuff bumper sticker, as well as a slew of other amazing opportunities like we have uh, sales and marketing Q&As, webinars, uh, one-on-ones with Jeremy, Chris Goizetta, and yours truly. Uh, also, Chris Goizetta and Jeremy Todd are going ahead and putting in entire sales and marketing classes, entire libraries worth of information for you guys, and all it really costs you is, what, $10 a month to become an account executive and get that at your disposal. Folks, strap in. You'll be getting a lot of that and more as we move forward. So, some housekeeping. Revolution 21, August 5th through the 7th down in Orlando. I will be down there on Media Row, so if you were going to be down there as well, make sure you stop by, say hi, and take a picture of yours truly. Also, we're going to have a, a chance for you guys to get some awesome Brian Nichols Show merch, as well as maybe some uh, special Young Americans for Liberty Revolution 21 Brian Nichols Show merch, so uh, stay tuned for all that details and more. Um, also, folks, if uh, if you really want to do uh, something in terms of actually helping spread liberty right now in the world, what can you do beyond just helping, of course, spread the message 
Well, you can help peak interest by rocking some awesome swag from both the Proud Libertarian store as well as the Brian Nichols Show shop over on Proud Libertarian. Head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash shop. You'll be directed right to our awesome shop over on Proud Libertarian where you can get some amazing stuff such as our good ideas don't require force snapback, our awesome Brian Nichols Show coffee cup mugs. You can go ahead and get your don't hurt people, don't take people stuff t-shirt or bumper sticker, of course. We have our Hey Google um, Alexa Overthrow the Government um, t-shirts, bumper stickers, bubble free bumper stickers, question everything, good ideas don't require a force, and more. So if you're interested, please head to briannicholshow.com forward slash shop. Give that a look. Otherwise, with that being said, folks, coming up here on Monday, Chris Goizetta and I were sitting down talking all things marketing, of course, with our Marketing Monday. So make sure if you've not had the chance to hit that subscribe button so you're not missing a single episode. If you're here on the YouTube, hit that magic notification bell as well as giving us a thumbs up. But with that being said, it's Brian Nichols signing off here on The Brian Nichols Show for Steve Remus. We'll see you Monday. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. Audio production for The Brian Nichols Show is brought to you by DB Podcast Audio. Learn more by emailing inquiries to william at dbpodaudio.com.